Welcome to the Conversations with Commerce Next podcast. I'm your host, Michael LeBlanc. This podcast is brought to you in conjunction with Commerce Next and presented by Comex. Recorded live in person at the 2022 Commerce Next e-commerce growth show, we sat down with some of the top trailblazers and change makers that joined our community in New York City to discuss the future of digital commerce and share the latest strategies for e-commerce acceleration. On this episode, meet Liz Horowitz, founder of Sonic Strategy Consulting on the evolution of the podcasting industry and opportunities for brands and retailers with this media. Liz, welcome to the Conversations with Commerce Next podcast here in the Comex Podcast Studio. Boy, that's a long introduction. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm really looking forward to this because you have an expertise in something I love or we love, which is uh, podcasting. You come at it from a different perspective, but you've got a in depth of background in audio and radio and the spoken word, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that is my background. Um, actually, I started in ad sales for different media companies and focused in audio, but eventually that evolved into podcasting, which is what I focus on today. Well, tell us, you've given us a hint to your background, but you know, how did you get into, you started in sales, but you're clearly interested in the spoken word and radio and audio and Podcasting isn't new, but it's having more than a moment, I would say. And, more and than a moment. It's something that, uh, I mean, our perspective today is what retailers need to know about podcasting, and you just came off the stage. We'll talk about that. But, you know, your journey through this is you, you must have said, well, this is going to be a thing. Radio is a, is a solid thing, whether it's satellite <laughs> radio or something else. I mean, it hasn't gone away, still in a very effective medium. Correct. But, but Correct. What, what pulled you into the podcasting? Space Was it no one else is doing what you thought could be done? Or tell me a little bit about that. Oh, well, so that is actually an interesting question because I spent many years in ad sales in radio. Worked for ABC Radio Networks, um, doing national radio advertising sponsorships, endorsement ads, all of that uh, for uh, many years, as I said. And then said, radio in my rearview mirror, done going to move on to something else. And when you're in ad sales, you know, there's any media platform is open to you. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned into something that I thought was the next big thing, which was mobile. So mobile had a moment that was, I guess, 2010. And and now it's really more incorporated. It's Mm. multi-screen. So, but at at a certain point in time, we were, you know, mobile specialists. And so that was really fascinating. I moved on from there and did something else. And then I became a podcast fan very early on. I actually say that um, I was one of the first podcast listeners before podcasts were a thing because mm. I wanted appointment listening, which is what podcasting right. is all about. Right. And it's um, This American Life was my favorite. And so I would actually buy the episodes for 99 cents each <laughs> on, on iTunes. So then when podcasting right. became a thing, I decided to marry my ad sales um expertise and podcasting together and did that until I founded Sonic Strategy Consulting, which is what I do now, Mm -hmm. where I help uh, businesses who are in the podcast industry. So that could be production companies, podcast networks, publishers, even podcast creators. And I advise them on business growth. Hmm. So, uh, and uh, where, where are you based out of? Are you based here? Here in New York, here yes. In New York? But I work with clients all over the country. All over the country? Uh, they could be anywhere. I have, I have a client in Canada. So, Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we think about the podcast industry, you know, I, I sometimes make um, 
I, I connect it to what happened with Howard Stern and satellite radio, that there was a big moment that made satellite radio, which was Stern going over to the network. Was that the same in your, just trying to understand the ecosystem, when Joe Rogan went over and got the big paid gig. Did, was that a big moment for podcasting, or is that overstated? And, th- and then I want to follow up with some questions about how YouTube integrates with pod, the vis- audio and visual, right? Because that seems to be a, a... I mean, some people are just doing it purely, almost like it's on the podcast apps by accident. It's mostly on YouTube. Like, what's going on? Like, the industry's fragmenting? Or, <laughs> tell me about that. Oh, well, that, that's a lot. Um, so I think podcasting continues to have moments. We are still such a nascent mm, industry mm. that we are making news in you know within our our industry each and every day. So today in the news, um, the Obamas have left Spotify and mm. they're going over to Audible. So that's huge news, and that's kind of earth shattering, right? Amazon's big play into mm-hmm. you know not like they. Because um, Obama had his thing with Bruce Springsteen, but that yes. that didn't really seem to catch. From- well, he, they actually had several. They had oh, Michelle Obama's podcast as well, yeah. and there was just some friction there with the direction that they were going, the creative direction, and and so they parted ways. And anyway, so yeah, there's there continue to be big moments, mm. um, and I, I think that's what makes this industry so exciting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, talent moving to different platforms is nothing new. I'm sure in your life, because that's been happening for time immemorial, right? I'm going to go from one network to another, and one pod, now it's one podcast platform to another, right? Right, right. But when it's Joe Rogan or when it's the Obamas, and yes, it makes the news. <laughs> and, and how do we think about this, you know, the YouTube, the visual element of mm-hmm. podcasting, which seems, you know, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of the spoken word other than mm-hmm. doing in person when I do my interviews. I don't, I, you know, I don't always YouTube them, right? But it's a thing, right? It's a big it is. thing. Well, I personally don't. YouTube, my podcasts, mm-hmm. because I like to have it in my pocket, and I don't know. Yes, YouTube is in your pocket, so I guess that's not applicable. It's a different thing. Um, it's a different but thing. But I, and I, the search element on YouTube is, I think, what draws a lot of people mm-hmm. to that platform. I haven't migrated there yet, but it is a thing. I read some statistics that 60% of listeners prefer to listen um, on YouTube, whether or not mm. they are consuming the visual content. I guess it's a discovery thing for the listeners too, right? I mean, that's what what gives the plus marks to the YouTubes of the world is Agreed. they're more likely to recommend something you might not have heard. Is, is do you th- do you see movement in that? And and again, I'm trying to come at this from you know the retailers listening, saying, how do I get, in, how do I understand podcasting and what and where it's going kind of right thing. right well i think if you're a creator it's really important and some brands are creators it's really important yeah, to yeah. consider Dual role, right it's really important in your branded content to consider um, distributing a visual element as well it's really important for mm. search mm. however if you're a consumer i think it's just preference if you're an advertiser again I, i'm not sure that it matters although i have seen some statistics that say conversion is higher on the YouTube channel, but it's simulcast for the most part. So it's not like the advertiser has to make any decision. You know, there's nothing discernible that needs to be done in order to uh, benefit from the video mm. channel. Now, a- Apple has been kind of last question on the ecosystem, but then we'll kind of move on a little bit. But, um, you know, as Apple kind of introduces subscription services and different ways to make creators. Uh, make money, 
right? There's a couple of different ways, right? Spotify can give you a big backup of dump truck and give you a big pile of cash. But then you don't own your IP. But uh, Right. So they now own your IP or they share it? That's interesting from the creator's perspective. You pretty much give up ownership of your IP. So subscription has come a long way Mm -hmm. from the early days Mm. when Luminary thought that they were going to be the subscription provider. Now each individual podcaster can... Um, have a subscription model. Is is that working for creators? uh, For a lot of them it is. I think there is a strategy behind that. So you can't just, like anything else, put out a shingle and expect it to turn for you. You've got Mm. to put some effort into it, just like you do any other phase of the podcasting journey if you're a creator. If you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure and hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss another great episode. We'll be right back with this special 2022 Commerce Next e-commerce growth show bonus episode right after this message. After two years of unprecedented growth, some think e-commerce has hit its peak. So what comes next? As businesses look to enter the next era of e-commerce growth, Comex serves as a guide to get them there. Led by best-in-class technology providers across the commerce ecosystem, including Bloomreach, Miracle, Cinch, ShipBob, and Avalara, Comex offers exclusive research, benchmarking, data, and more, empowering businesses to deliver a commerce experience that drives measurable revenue growth. Learn more at commerceexperience.com. That's commerceexperience.com. Now, you just rolled off the stage here at Commerce Next, and you had a couple of counterparts. You had uh, HelloFresh and Roe. Is it, am I saying that? R-O? Roe? Yeah, Roe. Roe. Which used to be Roman. You might remember it from, you know, the early days of their podcast advertising. It was all about um, healthcare. men's health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Men's health. So I'm, yeah. I'm very, unfor- it's very interesting space to me because I'm Canadian, so it's very foreign. Oh. This whole, <laughs> I'm like, you sell what? How does this even work? So... But uh, share some of the knowledge and what are the things, what did you talk about on the panel and what kind yeah. of knowledge were you were Well, you unfortunately, Cezanne from HelloFresh could not join us mm. today. He had um, COVID in his family, so mm. I think he's the caretaker at the moment, right. which I completely understand because I'm kind of undergoing the same challenges. Yeah. What uh, Will Flaherty, who's VP of Growth for Roe, the information that he shared with us was mm. really terrific. It was all about what are best practices in podcast advertising. And the audience that we had there, I asked them before we started, you know, who among you is, um, you know, using the channel right now? I would say 75% of the people raised their hand. And, really? Yeah. Now, there's yeah. a bit of self-selection, I guess, because they yeah. went to a yeah. breakout on podcasting. Right. But I wouldn't think it would be that high, but... And about 25% said that, you know, we're planning to get into the channel and that's why we're here. I would have thought it would have been the opposite. I would have thought that Mm -hmm. 75% would have said, we want to get into the channel, so please tell us how to do it. But it was really people who have already put their toe in the water and are trying to optimize that channel, so they wanted to learn from the experts. Right. So we went over all kinds of best practices. Um, and then we did some Q&A at the end. So we talked about, you know, measurement. We talked about um, creative best practices. Um, we really covered, you know, just, you know, a little bit of everything. Mm. And I would say that our biggest takeaways were that, you know, it is, there's really a low lift on the brand side to get into the channel. There's not a lot of levers that you have to pull, especially in terms of creative. 
Um, so we're like, you know, obviously. Very flexible with, medium, right? It's a very flexible Very medium. flexible with TV. You have to have production, you know, production and, you, and you know, in print, same thing. And this is really just a little bit of script writing and getting the right uh, personalities to endorse mm. your product to their audiences. So I'm not trying to simplify it too much. Yeah, yeah. But when I say low lift to get into the channel, I mean, really, everyone, ha- the biggest challenge is once I get in, how do I get the ROI that I mm. need in order to keep the channel going? And I think some of the feedback on that was it's not just about ROI. This is not just ears the way it is. Eyeballs, impressions are not impressions. The way they are in digital Mm. to conversion. You also have to take into account engagement. Engagement is so high in podcasting that if you're not also measuring that or Mm. giving that some credit Mm -hmm. towards your ROI, then you're really missing the boat on one of the... Um, biggest opportunities mm. in podcasting. You're, right you're right in people's heads, whether they're walking the dog or commuting Spirit or whatever intimate, they're doing, right? Absolutely. You're, you're right in their head. You know, I have this, I, I, this podcast was launched during the COVID era. So, you know, I interviewed a lot of people and people heard my voice and Scott and Veronica's and we hadn't met for two years. And I find myself at coffee bars saying, I'll ordering a coffee and somebody goes, hey, you're the coffee, you know, like, <laughs> they say, I listen to you all the time. I walk my dog with you. And I'm like, hey. It's kind of a fun, trippy experience, actually. I bet. Um, so let's let's uh, you know kind of wrap up in two starts and one stop from uh, pieces of advice from your perspective. I mean, it's this interesting hybridization of influencer marketing and radio marketing because you want to pick the right person for content, which makes programmatic. Sometimes you got to be careful with programmatic and Absolutely. the approach because again, that intimacy can work back on you if you're not careful. But you tell me two starts and. One stop to the folks to the retailers listening about uh, getting involved in podcast and, and using it for their marketing tactics. Right, right. Well, I would say my first start is start educating yourself about podcast advertising and how it is making a huge difference for direct response advertisers specifically. There are so many DR advertisers who have built their brand mm. in podcasting. Um, and I see some that are spending up to $2 million a month wow. in podcasting. Wow. So it can be a very, you don't have to spend that much, but I'm sure. just saying it's obviously successful when you can show that kind of investment mm. on a consistent basis from some really high-level DR advertisers. So it can cover you from the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel very effectively and efficiently. Mm-hmm. My other start would be start testing podcast advertising. Start small and build. So there are many ways to begin your podcast journey, but you know, you've just got to be the champion for podcast advertising hmm. um, for the next big thing if you want to take advantage of that win. Got to be a bit of an evangelist in your organization and say, Absolutely. Listen, you're probably all listening to podcasts. If you're not, you know, which ones do you listen to? I guess the question is, which ones do our our customers listen to. Which ones do our customers listen to? And I guess that's where you come in as Sonic Services. You know, you kind of say, well, listen, let's align all these things together in this, what is there, like 2 million podcasts, probably 800,000 active, so there's lots to choose from, but a lot to go through at the same time, Yes, yes, and that is one of the things that we talked about in our session today. One of the biggest barriers to entry that I hear from marketers is there are so many podcasts to choose from, we don't know where to start, and how do we evaluate where to start? And, you know, the same thing can be said, you know, there's so many 
TV channels to yep. advertise on. Yep. There's so many. Of all content, there's a lot. So, yes, you just look for alignment initially. Yeah. But, you know, and a good platform, right? So we're hosted on an IAB uh, platform, Simplecast. So we know our measurement is good because it's IAB certified. Yes. So some to look. Point. You know, I, I know when I early days when I switched to Simplecast, my audience went down thirty five percent overnight. But that just told me they weren't really my audience. Right. They were right. bots or whatever, they were right? Bots. So that's a, a little maybe a little tip from my perspective. Yes. If you're talking to someone, look for somebody on an IAB approved platform because at least yes. you've got a little bit of validation on on the numbers, right? And look to your publishers for education. They should be able to educate you. When I say your publishers, yes, I mean, NPR comes to mind, but we also mentioned Audible, there's iHeart, there's Spotify. And then there's so many other um, publishers. For example, Lemonada, a very purpose-driven publisher who's doing great things. Um, They should be able to educate you through their own audience surveys on where the best alignment is. So it's really not that difficult if you take some time to start educating yourself and start testing. All right. What, what, should, what, what practice do you find that you would advise people to do less of, to stop? Maybe any ideas come up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my stop is stop looking for validation. Mm-hmm. Move forward with boldness. Success is never guaranteed, but you're guaranteed not to succeed if you don't make a big move. So be the man or woman in the arena. Fantastic. Well, Liz, thanks so much for joining me on Conversation with Commerce Next podcast. It's a real treat because we're talking about this industry, talking about podcasting on a podcast. And I think I can only heartily agree that it's something that uh, should be investigated deeper. So thanks again for joining me. And and I wish you uh, safe travels and continued success. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Conversations with Commerce Next. Please follow us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast platform, where we will be sharing career advice and marketing strategies from e-commerce and digital marketing leaders at retailers and direct-to-consumer brands each and every episode. Commerce Next is a community, event series, and conference for marketers at retail and direct-to-consumer brands. Through our online forums, interviews, webinars, summits, and other in-person events, we harness the collective wisdom of our community to help marketers grow their businesses and advance their careers. Join Commerce Next events to meet other industry leaders and learn the latest e-commerce and marketing strategies. You can find upcoming events at commercenext.com. Have a fantastic week, everyone.